Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another Macro Monday. So today I'm going to be chatting on steps that you should take before you start tracking your macros. So this is going to be for the beginner who is wanting to gain more insight on their nutrition and steps to quote unquote, eat healthier and live a healthier life and maybe even diet. So I'm going to go further into what to do before you start tracking and how to handle some small changes and what that should look like for you. So I see so many people make the mistake of wanting to change up their nutrition and jumping right into a strict diet. And that can look like something like keto, that can look like paleo, tracking macros, restrict restriction, and just having rules. When in reality, you shouldn't even be dieting or following any sort of set rules, but you just need to get more mindful. So number one, just track. Don't follow anything. Just start with tracking. What should you track on? I like the app MyFitnessPal. It's just really easy to use. Anything with a label on it, you can scan. Also, MyFitnessPal has restaurants on there, so you can look up literally like any restaurant and easily track the food that's there. Um, It just has a huge database. So use that app and just track for at least two weeks and see what your food preferences are. Take notes on, am I getting enough fiber? Where's my sugar at? How many carbohydrates do I typically eat in a day? How many grams of fat do I typically eat in a day? How much protein do I eat in a day? Where's my energy currently at? Where's my weight currently at? It's really good to get mindful on how much food you're eating because a lot of us will highly overestimate how much we eat. And I've also seen a lot of women underestimate how much they eat. So we really have no idea until we start tracking. And tracking is free. You can start with that. Just get a little bit more mindful before you play around with any sort of protocols. Number two, Make small changes before you start macro tracking, okay? Macro tracking can be really overwhelming when you have a set protocol of carbs, proteins, and fats to hit, and you're looking at food, and you're thinking, I don't know what's a fat, I don't know what's a carb, and I don't know what's a protein, okay? Go into the grocery store and start flipping labels. Start reading them. Look at them. How many grams of protein is in certain foods? How many grams of fats are in certain foods? How many grams of carbs are in certain foods? Go through the grocery store and just flip labels and read. My mom had this joke with me whenever I was little, and she said that I treat the grocery store like a library. And I think too often we forget to do that, okay? We look at some food, we look at the packaging, we look at the colors, and we just add that in our cart. And instead of doing that, I want you to look at your cart and think of how can I incorporate color? How can I get some carbohydrates in? How can I get some fats in? And how can I get some protein in? Okay. Fats are going to be things like Twinkies and a bunch of processed foods. Fats are going to be things like avocados and nuts and whole eggs and even fattier meats. That is where your fat is going to come from. As for carbohydrates, I'm not just talking things like sugar and bread, but 
rice and potatoes and fruit. Yes, fruit. You should be eating fruit. My clients eat fruit. Sugar is not a bad thing. Vegetables. So many people don't even realize vegetables are a carbohydrate. That includes things like broccoli and green beans and Brussels sprouts. These are carbohydrates. So getting more insight there. Protein. Protein doesn't necessarily have to be just meat-based. It can be plant-based. So even egg whites and Greek yogurt and tofu, but chicken as well. So get an idea of what these foods look like in each of these categories. If you're watching this right now or listening to this on Beyond Bikini Radio, you can contact me through email saying you want a grocery list. My grocery list really breaks down different foods in their category to give you a better idea of what some of those foods will look like the next time you are grocery shopping. Make small changes too. So if you're used to having Pop-Tarts every single morning for breakfast, maybe break it down from two of the pastries to one, and then from one pastry to a different breakfast, okay? Maybe your fridge right now has no vegetables, okay? So start with just eating two servings of vegetables a day. Don't take away things, add things in your diet. And when you look at it with that approach, when you're adding into your diet instead of taking away, you'll be so blown away by your preferences of food. So if you're adding in servings of vegetables, adding in servings of lean protein, adding in servings of fruits, your want to eat your more processed foods like, I don't know, cupcakes and bagels and easy microwavable meals, it's going to be so low because your food variety is going to be increased. So I can promise you, you won't feel like you're feeling restricted. You are going to find a new love and taste for these foods. The other thing too, is when you're making these small changes, make it taste good. Okay. Healthy whole food doesn't have to taste bad. Use seasonings, use condiments, make sure you read the labels on your condiments, but use condiments. Okay. Sodium is not a bad thing. As long as you don't have any sort of pre-existing heart conditions. Um, it's, it's good to make your food flavorful, okay? You don't have to be miserable. You don't have to be that person with a plate of steamed chicken, steamed broccoli, and boiled rice. That sounds disgusting, okay? Season your food. Use things like pink Himalayan salt. Use things like garlic. Use pepper. Use a bunch of seasonings. Use cinnamon. Use some stevia if you would like. Make your food taste good. It doesn't have to be miserable because if you're miserable eating this food, you're not going to stick to it. Okay. It's not going to be sustainable for the long run. Okay. So you started tracking, you've made some small changes in the kitchen. You started getting more mindful. Now we can start with some set protocols. So one of the biggest questions I get is Nicole, where do you get macros? Okay. Where do you get them? You can get them from a calculator that you find on Google, but it's not going to be the most reliable source for you. I highly recommend hiring a coach, someone who has credentials and experience and takes into account you and your personal information. Personally, before I onboard a client, we always hop on a phone call prior and I have them fill out a questionnaire. So this will give me a better understanding of their current stats, dietary preferences, their past of dieting, what a day in a life looks like for them, their activity in the gym, outside of the gym, um, medications. It takes into account so much because that's going to affect you and your protocols, okay? You're not a math equation. You're so, so much more complex than just that. So that's why I think it's super important to hire a coach. With set protocols, understand you're not going to be perfect too. So it might be best to start with ranges, of, you know, 50 to 60 grams of fat, um, 
200 to 230 grams of carbohydrates and 120 to 140 grams of protein. It's good to start with ranges at first, but what's going to be a game changer for you when you are following set protocols is to pre-track your day. Okay. Not just pre-track one meal or two meals, pre-track your whole day. And a big question I get here is Nicole, what if I wake up the next day and that's not the food that I wanted? Okay. I hate to give you a little bit of tough love, but when you're first starting, you're not going to have the luxury to just eat whenever and whatever you'd like based off of your cravings. Okay. Because you're in a learning phase. Once you become more advanced in your macro tracking, it's going to be so easy for you to interchange out certain meals that you enjoy that will hit your protocols. You'll be able to look at certain foods and understand what's in them when it comes to your nutritional profile as well. The more you do it, the more reps you get. However, when you first start, pre-track your entire day the night before or the morning of and have your numbers be zeroed out. So for example, if I'm just starting, I can track my food in my fitness pal the day prior. I make sure that my protocols are zeroed out for the day. And that way, when I wake up in the morning or it is the morning, I know that I'm going to hit my numbers to a T. I don't have to worry about falling short on carbohydrates or going over on fats or falling short on protein. None of that will happen because I will already be perfect and set up for that day. So that's a big game changer when you're just starting with macro tracking. So those are some of my main tips when it comes to just getting more mindful with nutrition. Do I think you should immediately jump on a diet? Absolutely not. I think mindfulness is number one before you want to make any sort of changes to your nutrition. I think that's also why so many diets fail is people aren't making lifestyle changes and they aren't being gradual with it. We tend to have a black and white mentality. Either we're on the diet or we're off the diet. Either we are in a dieting phase or we're eating all the foods and saying F it. We can't be like that. We have to find a happy medium. And in order to find that, it's going to take mindfulness, being patient, and understanding that it's not going to be an overnight thing. Results that last will take time. So if this takes you three months to implement all these things in your lifestyle, that's fine. If it takes you six months, a year, that's fine. And when it comes to fat loss, if you're losing half a pound to two pounds per week, you are making fantastic progress. Don't be too hard on yourself. These ads that you see where you're losing 10 to 20 pounds in a month are pretty extreme. And that's not what I recommend. And if it's if you're moving fast, you're not going to be able to sustain it. Move slow, move controlled. You'll be able to last longer with your results and not have this back and forth all the time. And that's where people get really frustrated and burnt out. And that's not what I want for you guys. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode, short and sweet, but Macro Monday. And I will see you all in the next one. Have you had a fitness goal in mind, but have no idea where to start? Have you tried to track your macros, but feel like they haven't been working for you? Do you want to go into the gym with confidence, with a plan that will actually get you progressing? Well then, the Get Fit in 6 challenge is going to be for you. I'm so excited because this challenge is launching January 6th of 2020, where you can get more guidance when it comes to both your training and nutrition. This challenge is six weeks long in duration, where you will receive customized macros, custom cardio, a set weight training split that will give you confidence in the gym, and weight training five times a week. You'll have access into my private Facebook community where you can ask unlimited amounts of questions and get connected to both myself and Coach Brielle. 
We're doing a group coaching call at week three where you'll get even further guidance and be able to connect with the other challengers as well. At week three, you have a private check-in with me where you'll receive progressions to your plan and that's going to look like changes to your macros and cardio. The Get Fit in 6 is a more affordable way to work with a coach without investing in one-on-one coaching. This challenge starts January 6th, and I'd love to see you this 2020. If you want more information or to join the challenge, check the link in the description. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.